We're already a month into 2021. Can you believe that? So on today's episode, we're going to talk about checklists, things to do and map out your entire financial picture for 2021. You don't want to miss today's show. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances. Hey, welcome in once again, consumer advocate Dave Perkins. This is Your Finances Untangled, the podcast that's a conversation about your financial life. And on today's podcast, we're going to look at your financial year with Mo Param of Cloudvestors, a fiduciary firm that you can learn more about by visiting cloudvestors.com and then have Mo Param with you in your financial life as a partner in your financial life. Mo, welcome in. Hello. Uh, Dave, how are you doing? I'm good. How, how's everything? Well, I'm. we're going to go through, uh, in this podcast, an entire year. And, you know, it actually is going to be normal because time, is just I don't know, it flies for me. I, I can't even believe where we are recording this here. It's January's almost over. Almost over. Can you believe everyone was waiting for 2021 to arrive and it's here and we're already a month in? Yeah, I guess just flying by. We're going to take a look, though, at what you should be doing in, in each month. We're going to break it down month by month for yeah. 2021. I guess the first thing to do is look back at what you should have done in January. <laughs> what should we have done, Mo, <laughs> that we've missed already? Oh, yeah, you know, uh, I thought be, I thought this would be a good episode to well, a good topic to talk about in today's episode. Because, you know, when we look at financial planning and we work with our clients, we, we typically look at, you know, the big picture, right? What what's your what are your financial goals long term? And then start building out the plan to make sure that you're on track and successful. And those those items can be, you know, 10, 15 different things that we may need to do and tweak. But just like like everything else, right? If you throw too many things at people all at once, it, it may be a little overwhelming, right? And then all of a sudden, you just you just stop and pump the brakes because you don't even know which where to start first. Right. So I thought let's maybe lay out a a, a roadmap, right? It's some things for you to to start considering and thinking about over the course of the year and start line item these things in your calendar and and really make sure that you're addressing maybe not everything right but at least have this on top of mind mm-hmm. as you go through the calendar as you go through your weeks and your days and your months and so that when we look back at the end of the year you can start crossing off things that you've done and see that your overall bottom line has improved because you've been intentional about taking care of all these different items yeah i like that and it's still early enough too because i look at what you just said as um let's say you decide i'm going to clean the entire house that may not be the best way to approach it maybe say i'm going to clean today i'm going to clean this room exactly exactly yeah and then all of a sudden you know after maybe I don't know how many times you do that, maybe depending on how big your house is, right? But yeah. after a while, your entire house is clean. Exactly. And it didn't seem so overwhelming, right? Because you just took it little by little, piece by piece. Yeah, it really is how you should approach um, a project. So that's what we're, we're looking at the year that way. All right, so February is the month of love. Yes, yes, it is. So, <laughs> so and communication <laughs> is key for those in love, right? They need to be on yes, the same 
is. Yes, it is. So February is coming up, Valentine's Day. Um, very romantic time of the year. But what else? What also could be romantic, right? Is having a money conversation with your significant other. You know, there's there's so many studies that say that that divorced couples usually split because of finances, because of money. And so if you can have a conversation with your spouse and just kind of take the pressure off money, right? And just just have a conversation about where the two of you see money, uh, how do you view money, have an honest conversation, um, you know, things about debts that's been carried over, maybe credit scores, maybe, you know, how are you doing in your 401k? How am I doing my 401k? You know, just have a conversation, you know, things that you're planning to budget on. And when you can have those conversations open and honest, it just clears the air out so, so that both of you are on the same page of where the two of you see your family's finances going. So February, I, I wouldn't recommend doing that on Valentine's Day itself. No, right? oh no. please don't. <laughs> please don't do that. But have a date night, right? You should, you should, you should be having a date night at least once a month, right? So at least maybe one on, in February, maybe pick a date night or maybe one weekend, and it doesn't have to be a long, arduous conversation, right? This doesn't have to be an eight-hour conversation. It could be half hour. You know, and, and just have the conversation about money. Where do you see yourselves? Um, how are we doing? Do some checkups um, with your budgeting, your investments, and um, and and just and just again, just have that conversation so everyone could be on the same page. So well, that's one thing you, yeah. you should be doing in February. Um, and also start. Now this may be a little different because 2020, most people aren't traveling. In 2021, you know, uh, people are. There's a lot of pent up uh, demand and 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 and. Uh, excitement that hopefully we can start traveling in mm-hmm. but you want to start planning out your summer vacation saving you know, for as, it too right and saving for it right so just you know first thing you may want to look at is see where do you want to go and and see what the cost is between flights hotels or is it all inclusive are you bringing the kids is it just you how many trips is it one trip is it uh, one big trip or two smaller trips you're gonna are you gonna stay in town or is it a week is it a weekend trip is it a week-long vacation you know start planning what you're gonna do for your summer vacation and then start looking at prices looking at flights looking at hotels mm-hmm. and then like you said start start saving for it and the same thing too man you you can you can also take the summer vacation in chunks too so maybe it's well the hotel we have to budget for the hotel but we can at least pay for the flights right now yeah yeah right like um and then, um, so it's that's just something cool. to look forward to as you're still getting through winter. Oh my gosh! Right, right. So you can so you can start thinking about the beach and and the margaritas you're drinking while you're, <laughs> uh, you know, while you're shoveling through snow. So yeah, it gives you something to to look forward to. Uh, so that's one thing. You know, you also want to look at your summer vacations. And and finally, in February, you, you're you're starting to receive some of your tax forms, right? Your 1099s, your W2s, oh. your 1099Rs. You just killed so the start, mood. I know. I know. <laughs> this conversation, you don't want to have this one at, tax, uh, at, at your date night. Maybe no. you have the summer vacation planning during your date night. <laughs> but date uh, night. <laughs> but start to just just start gathering, right? Just start gathering your tax documents because. Um, you have to start filing your taxes soon. Yeah. Well, let's look at March. Uh, March is the end of first quarter month. And Mm -hmm. maybe one thing is you can look back and and say, am I on the right track for this year? Because you're wrapping up that first quarter. Right, right. So a couple of things you just want to look and see how your investments did that quarter. 
um, are there any um, allocations you need to, uh, well, are there any reallocations or rebalancing that needs to be done just to take advantage of the, the uh, of some gains and wins in your portfolio or just take a look at some asset rotations? Uh, maybe it's a good time to start, right? Maybe it's a good time to start investing if you haven't done it yet, but a good a March end of the quarter, um, is a good time to start just looking at uh, your your overall investment portfolio and see if there's any changes that need to be made. In March, you also have to look at your FSA, which is your flexible spending accounts. If you have one through your employer, um, there there is a grace period that you can that you have to that you that uh, if you haven't used all of your funds from the year before, um, you have until March to, to use it. So um, start looking to see if there's any, any expenses and medical um, expenses that you can, that you can use um, between now and the and, and middle of March. And um, also you want to start looking at um, if you haven't taken out your required minimum distributions from the year before, um, you have until April 1st of uh, of this year oh, yeah. to take out the RMDs from the well actually last year RMDs were pretty much waived right but they were uh, yeah they were but in a typical year um March you have until April 1st to do your to to uh to take out your RMDs from the previous year because if you, you go past April then you may have to you'll have to take two out well you have to take two out and there's a 50% penalty for the one that you didn't. Yikes. Yeah. 50%, five zero. So yeah. So if you didn't take one the year before, you, you better start. You, you really, you really have to take one before April 1st because you do not want to have that 50% penalty. All right, let's move uh, to April. This is of course that day. We all look so forward to uh, tax day, but then yeah. before the 15th, then you, you can still contribute to that IRA and even the HSA. Yeah, yeah. So, if you haven't maxed out your four, sorry, your IRAs, whether it's your Roth or traditional, um, or your HSAs for the year before, you have until April fifteenth to to max fund it, right? So, some people are uh, they do that for a number of reasons, right? They may uh, some some clients I know are they get bonuses at the end of the year, and sometimes their bonus, uh, depending on the size, may may um, knock them out from contributing to Roths on a traditional route. So sometimes they'll wait until they receive their bonus, see how that in impacts their income, right? And see if they're still within the thresholds. And then now they can just do some max funding um, uh, before April. So okay. that's a good thing to do. If you, haven't, if you haven't maxed out your IRA and your HSA contributions for the year before, you have until the middle of uh, April 15th to do it. You don't think they'll give us that extension on taxes this year, do you, huh? Huh. You know, I've heard, I've heard that's, 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 that's rumbling. Uh, really? I've heard that, I've heard that they're, 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 they're thinking about it, right? Oh. So, um, it seems like this administration is over the next, of the first hundred days, you're going to do their best to, uh, or do whatever it takes to, to uh, address COVID and, 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 and do whatever it takes to help this economy. So I know extending last year did help. So maybe they'll do it again this year. Well, maybe. So if you're listening to this after possibly that's been done, we are, again, we're recording at the end of January. <laughs> right. All right. So right. that's April. And of course the tax thing, All right, May, um, that's when we start thinking about spring cleaning. How can you f do some financial spring cleaning? So yes, you do. You want to do some spring cleaning, right? So now taxes, tax season is out the way. Now you may want to just take a look at, um, you know, your 
uh, you, you definitely want to save it, but you also want to do an audit, right? You want to look at your 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 tax documents and see, okay, um, you know, what was I on track with my dividends on my interest, my capital gains from the year before, and see, okay, now now do I need to pl- how do I need to plan for this coming year, right? So start looking at that, um, looking at any charitable contributions that you that you did, and again, what all that does is just make sh- is is putting that uh, giving you a a good idea or a good estimate of what you may be projecting for this year coming up. Uh, you want to look at your tax withholdings um, for the year uh, and see if you need to make any adjustments based off your income from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at the, and also you may want to actually get a credit report. You know, you, you do get uh, one credit, one free credit report from the three different credit bureaus. So if you haven't checked your credit, um, uh, and get a f- credit report, not just looking at your number, but looking at your actual credit report. Yeah. Uh, see if there's any errors in there, if, you, if uh, there need to be any updates, or if there's anything that's fraudulent on it, um, you want to at least uh, maximize the should opportunity. Should you do that once a year? Those. Or how often should you do that? Well, you get one free from you get one free report from the three different um, credit bureaus. Mm-hmm. So why not do it three times right, right. so just ma- just do one for each one um, all three uh, it's a good way to find fraud if you've been the victim of that yeah yeah fraud is, is is rampant right now it is. so so yeah so that's so may is a good time to 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 look at that because because you'll have two more options for, uh, before the year's over well absolutely good point now we talked about rebalancing is june uh, midway is that the point where maybe you you schedule with some of your clients let's take a look let's see if we need to do some rebalancing so for us, when we look at rebalancing, right, there's there's typically not a, a specific time of the year for us to rebalance because we feel that rebalancing should be done consistently, mm-hmm. not on a day-to-day basis. This is a day trading. But when new, when new information is presented to us, right, it's, it's a good time to look at your portfolio and see if there's reasons to rebalance. And what I mean by new information is you know, if interest rate starts to rise if, or, or decrease, depending on what assets you have, you may want to take a look at rebalancing. If we're starting to see some um, declines in domestic markets, but there seems to be more opportunities overseas, well, then why wait, right? It may be a good time to rebalance. But maybe like your 401k, for instance, yeah. since you, sometimes 401k uh, plans uh, limit the amount of movements you can do in a given year, it's a good time to look to look at uh, at least your accounts. And, and then June is the end of the second quarter. So again, looking back at your at your accounts and and seeing if there needs to be any shifting here or there. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's Cloud Vesters. That's cloudvesters.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey Smart Vester. That's a relationship you can trust. At Cloud Vesters, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement holistic financial planning in all areas including taxes estate planning insurance cash flow and budgeting they even offer customized personal websites for clients the technology of today while still maintaining that human touch that's cloud vesters that's cloudvesters.com 
your finances untangled. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Mo Param of Cloudvestors, a fiduciary firm and recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. We are going through the calendar year and what you should be doing financially. So we're in July. I can't resist this in July. Uh, how can you declare your financial independence in July? Ooh, ooh, I like that. <laughs> right. Can I use that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I had to say it. <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. Oh, well, one thing you want to do uh, to declare your financial independence, I, I like that, uh, is do a, do a mid-year checkup. Right. So this isn't just rebalancing. This is a checkup uh -huh. Just seeing, uh, you know, how, how are you doing? You know, all the things that we've talked about just now, you know, have you crossed any of those things off? Did you forget to take your what to look at your credit report? Well, let's go ahead and do it. Um, did you uh, were you planning to make uh, contributions to your IRA? You haven't done it. Let's go. OK, let's go ahead and start doing it. So it's really just a checkup, right? See where we are mm -hmm. and where we where we plan to be uh, and projected to be at the end of the year. Never and, it, and it's also a good time if you haven't hired an, an advisor, but this is this is any time of the year, right? But look at the possibility of, well, I had all these goals, right? I listened to this great podcast and um, I, I lined everything up on my calendar, but my gosh, I haven't checked anything off. Well, maybe it's time to have an accountability partner. Hashtag financial advisor to help Hashtag you with- Hashtag Moparam, <laughs> hashtag Cloudbusters right. to, 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 to help you with this, you know, and that's one of the things that clients like about working with, uh, with us and financial advisors in general, but with us is that we keep them accountable. We have so many different softwares and uh, resources that we use with our clients to keep them accountable, not just to ourselves, right? But on the weekend when they're going through their own finances, we have different sites and uh, each client has their, uh, their own dedicated financial planning site that we create for them. And they can run many different reports, you know, um, you know, how much how much uh, additional uh, uh, payments do I need to make on my mortgage to pay it off? What, what's my net worth? You know, all these different reports you can run uh, on a weekend. You can run it whenever you want. But we yeah. give them these options. And so, yeah, so uh, accountability. Right. If you if you start looking at your list and you haven't checked anything off, well, you know, halfway through the year, it's never too late to to look and see if it's if a fiduciary advisor is someone you want to work with. All right. Now we're at August. And you mentioned earlier that back in February, we were planning the vacation. And now we're wrapping up summer. I mean, we start to think, oh, summer's ending. It, we're we're kind of getting focused on back to reality a little bit in August <laughs> and looking at what we're going to be need to be, need to be doing soon. Uh, yes. Yes. So you took your you took your vacation and uh, everything is fine. But you said back to reality. Right. So let's look at any any debt that we have uh, and make sure that we're, we're, we're taking care of the debt. Uh, if, we, if we have amassed any debt throughout the year uh, and um, uh, also reality is school starting, right? School, yeah. depending on where you are. Uh, I'm here in Atlanta, but school starts uh, in August. Um, when I was in New York, where I'm from originally, school started in September. Uh -huh. But at the end of the day, school is in session. It's on its way. So do some school shopping, right? You get a lot of back to school sales. Um, for for school supplies, clothes. Uh, I know around this time, um, some cities have like uh, uh, it's like tax free or like uh, yeah, I know what you're talking spending. about. Yeah, tax so you day, may yeah. tax free day or something of that sort. Yeah, so you may find some good bargains and some discounts. 
um, during during that time frame. So definitely want to take advantage of of uh, these discounts when you're planning and saving for your kids' education. Uh, well, for for their expenses and and their uh, and their supplies and everything. And moving to September, and since um, by September the Christmas decorations have already been out for a couple of months. <laughs> it seems like it's ever obviously it's earlier every year, but but I know September is probably a good time to plan for Christmas, start saving for your Christmas Christmas giving. Yeah, yeah, you know. You still have Christmas club accounts at the bank. <laughs> What's a bank? I don't uh, know. Just <laughs> I think it used to be a brick and mortar building. Now it's just online. Oh, it's this <laughs> app that I downloaded. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's a good time, right? It, it's a good time to start saving. Start saving for holidays, um, not just gifts, but traveling. You know, Thanksgiving and Christmas seems to be just literally right around the corner from each other, and are going to be traveling. So it's a good time to start saving um, for you know Black Friday deals are coming up uh, in November. Uh, I think last year in 2020, some stores had Black Friday the entire month. Of, of November. Wow. So again, it gives you the opportunity, it gives you a few a few months to just start planning for um, if you're going to have any gifts or traveling. But you also also want to look at college, right? Start saving for college if you haven't already. So looking at uh, maybe a 529 plan, um, you can look at different states to see what kind of plans they well, what, what uh, uh, investment options they offer in their plans. Mm -hmm. um, I typically say if you're going to do a 529 plan, you want to look at your state first. The state that you're in, because you may be able to get some uh, uh, deductions from your from your contributions and from your state uh, from your state taxes. So it's a good place to start looking. But you know, this is a good way to start saving for college expenses, tuition, room and board, um, and all those expenses that that go with with college. So college, September is a good time to start looking at that. And again, if you haven't uh, looked at your, if you haven't taken advantage of your second uh, credit report. Here's another time. There you go. Uh, keep yeah. keep keep an eye on that definitely. And October, you may have some other things to throw in, but I know if you're approaching 65, uh, in Medicare open enrollment begins in October. Yes, starts October 15th. So if you're uh, turning 65 or 65 and older, you, this is uh, the good time when you start looking at your Medicare options. And um, what you're what you're able to do now is start reviewing uh, different supplemental plans, different prescription plans that you want to take it that you want to use if you need to make any changes that will take into effect the following year. So that'll take effect into 2022. So October 15th is the op uh, is the open enrollment for Medicare, and that that's all the way through December. So you have a few weeks to to, to do this, but okay. uh, this is when it opens up. It's also National Estate Planning Awareness Week. Oh yeah, we we actually did a podcast on that. Yeah, yeah, we did some. Mm -hmm. We did a podcast on estate planning, and for those who didn't listen to it, uh, estate planning is not just for the wealthy. Uh, I believe that anyone who 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 is married has kids and and just want to make sure that any any assets that they have uh, goes to the right person. Um, they should do with some estate planning, and not just the assets. Part of your estate plan is uh, it includes a power of attorney and healthcare directives. Power of attorney uh, allows someone to 
basically manage your affairs in the event that you aren't able to do it. Uh, and healthcare directive allows people, uh, someone that you that you name, to make medical decisions for you in the event that you can't do it. So you can see, doesn't necessarily always mean that you have to have multiple commas behind your asset levels. It's right. just it's good financial planning to have your estate plan in order. Yeah, it really. And is. and fill out FAFSAs. You have until uh, October, yeah. uh, you want to do your FAFSAs for the following well, year. That's a busy so, month. A good time. October. It's busy. Man. It's busy. Man. Uh, that's why I leave. That's why I go on vacation in October to see all the planets. My partner Andrew. Right. Oh man! So and and that's the opening of fourth quarter October. Now we're moving to November, and I noticed you had jotted down on, on in our planning for this the catch up with your employer sponsored plan. Is there something about closing of the year that maybe if you haven't been contributing or that catch up amount you can if you're over fifty that you should. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you it, you know you have until the calendar year, right? It's uh, not like your it's not like your IRAs where you can wait until the following year to 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 backfill uh, your four hundred one ks. Four hundred one ks are calendar years. So if you haven't maximized or optimized all of your uh, the options in your four hundred one k, not just on the investment side, but the contribution wise, let's go ahead and start looking at that. Um, and so we have some clients that, you know, they get bonuses throughout the year. Some some get uh, bonuses later on. So now they have the ability to to maybe play catch up and make the and play catch up on their contributions in their 401k. Open enrollment is usually around this time. Again, so open enrollment through your employer. So you may want to look at uh, the health, uh, oh, the yeah. the options available to you in your employer plan. So your health, your health care, um, your four hundred one k as well. So you may have some new options if you have a new plan inside there. Life insurance, um, uh, life insurance options, beneficiary changes that need to be done. So yeah, uh, November is is a lot of moving parts. Um, but it is another it is another important month for us to start looking at contributions and um, your employer uh, open enrollment. Now we're in December, and it seems like just yesterday you had um, hosted that party for the podcast staff here where you brought in the dulcimer <laughs> player. I did. Uh, I but, did. And I've heard rumors that you're bringing in a xylophone player uh, this year. Yeah, is that right? Do you play this, this? You know the xylophone. You know, um, I can't say that yet. You uh -huh. know, it's it's okay. I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of attention that everyone wants that to happen. So, okay, All You right. know, we've got to, I've got to have my people call their people and and, and get it get it arranged. Uh, well, all right, good. And I look forward to the gift again too. But <laughs> that monogrammed pocket protector, man, that was just uh, it. Now here, December. Are you still eating the fruitcake? Y yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> December. Uh, I do know this. Uh, you, it, that's probably a good time to look at taking that RMD if you're 72, the required minimum distribution, so you don't miss it. I know you, you really have till what, April 1st? April the following year. So uh, required minimum distributions, again, it's, the, it's, it's just distributions that are required um, if you are over 72 from qualified, if you're 72 and over from qualified um, retirement accounts like IRAs, 401ks, uh, if you're still working, you don't have to take distributions from your 401k, but IRAs you do. But you have until April 1st of the following year to take your first, um, to take your RMDs, take your first RMD. But what happens is next year, if you wait, by the end of that year, you'll be 73. So not only do you have to take your 
RMD that you didn't take when you were 72. You've got to take the one you take uh, that you have to take when you're 73. So in one year, you could be faced with taking two RMDs. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't taken your RMD, um, you definitely want to do that by calendar year. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to look at um, a- any charitable giving. You know, if you haven't donated and if you're charitable, mm-hmm. um, it could be a good tax play as well. But just another way to um, to give thanks um, for you know all everything that you've received. So uh, charitable contributions, donor advisor funds are a good time. Especially you feel more charitable. You know, I love those stories about the anonymous, per, the person who leaves this anonymous, uh, I mean, this huge amount in the Salvation Army kettle anonymously. You yeah. Know, and you hear those every year because we are more giving. We tend to be in December. Yeah. You know, I've heard stories of, you know, um, you know, someone seeing a, 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 a you know, a, a family paying, um, going through the aisles at, at, a, at a, a gift store, yeah. toy store. Yeah. And the person in front of them just pays for the entire, their entire I love those cart. stories. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I, and you've heard uh, a lot of good stories in, of course, in 2020 because of the pandemic of a lot of people leaving really generous tips. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a uh, year end. Um, something about the year end, right? Everyone just is yeah, in a no, better mood, happier mood, and um, Scrooge McDuck is is gone. And <laughs> and not Scrooge McDuck. That's, that's Ducktales. I'm, I'm I'm dating myself right now. But uh, you know, Scrooge is gone, and everyone just feels very charitable at that point. So you, what did it, you just go back to? Scrooge McDuck. What is that from Ducktales? There it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Uh, it's and you bad. were just thinking of Ebenezer, right? I was thinking about Ebenezer screws, but Scrooge McDuck came out. <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to catch a few, uh, some kidding on that. I know. I know. It's you okay. Are. Yeah, you don't mind. We, yeah, we have fun here, right? Well, at least you didn't reference something old. Like, I'm old. I would have said something like, Elmer Fudd. <laughs> no, we, we, we've just lost half our audience. No, I know. They don't know, know. know who we're talking well, about. Well, we've wrapped up the podcast. We wrapped up the year. We no, have. That we year have. flew by, Mo. It flew right by. It flew right by. And then also in December, to, if you haven't, again, take advantage of the last credit report and then start all over again, right? We're going to start planning for the following year. So, again, it's things you want to consider taking your financial picture your financial independence and taking it in chunks and if if you if you are looking for second opinion someone to help hiring a fiduciary advisor like cloudvestor is someone you may want to consider absolutely in cloudvestors.com you can hear uh, more podcasts there on just go by going to cloudvestors.com you can see the radio show that mo and uh, does with uh, andrew nida of asset management group and cloud uh, and cloudvestors and see them on their tv show cloudvestors.com mo we went through a year quickly we'll do it again next week we'll do it again next week and um if you like us like us review us rate us share us um and always, and always listen. See y'all next week. On your finances, Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. 
information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.